where you come from. So, yo, I'm in this thing, bro. We back. Like we never left this motherfucker. Back like we never left. All right. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I've been on a very strict diet for the past month. Haven't had a sip of alcohol. I drank a lot today. And when Deodis came over here to record, I said, fuck. Mm-hmm. I guess he's really down to do this today. I guess I'm really down to do this today. You know? I do not want to. And I'm here. So I'm a little drunk. Mm-hmm. But anyway, hello. Yeah, we're back. And All we're right. back. So last week, we had D on for the first time. Yes. And here. he was shitting bricks. I was. That dude sweated out his whole outfit. I got sweated, a black t-shirt today, though. Sweated so out his whole church I'm suit. I'm free. Yeah. It was looking like a, a preacher on his third. It was service. hot in here. It was hot. It wasn't that goddamn hot. I was hot. listening. It wasn't that goddamn yeah. hot. It was like <laughs> a Southern Baptist preacher Look, on his, on his eat, by, he was at his evening service. Yeah, well, Tired as a motherfucker. Well, I hope you all can forgive me. I was nervous. It was my first time being part of the fam. And like now, I'm back. Like I never left. I'm more comfortable. I hope so. Going vibe I, a little My better. goal was to make you comfortable, brother. Yeah, and I, I guess I failed. Because no. you damn near hit. It was a, when he left, there was a puddle underneath the seat, man. But you know what? It was, it was very disturbing. I'm good today. Oprah's here, so we'll be all right. Oh, motherfucking Oprah. Motherfucking Oprah. Uh, oh, so, uh, Oprah, yo, we're coming up on, uh, we have ho- we have Halloween coming up. We do. You know, what you going to be? About that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't plan on being anything this year. I don't. If it if it comes up, if it pops up, and I something strikes me, mm-hmm. I'll do it. That's what usually happens. I've had some really cool uh, costumes over the years. One costume was a, a, a kissing booth. I create I create all my costumes. I was a kissing oh, so booth. your your costume was an environment. I, man, was a- <laughs> look, I had I had a I had a price list, all that shit. Oh, that's did you make some money that night? Huh? Did you make some money that night? Nah, because I was dating a girl at the time. She wasn't having oh, all that shit. Right. She was looking at them folks like she yeah. looked at me like. Really? He's probably doing that. Take that shit off. Yeah. Um, I was. Uh, <laughs> what else was I? I was. Oh, I was a chick magnet. I cut, I made a big ass magnet and I put it around my neck and I put little like pictures of pretty girls all over it. Was you single then? I think I was. So it worked out then. Like, I did mean, you get some? I mean, well, I'm single. You know, it's always gonna work out. Cause I'm a player. You feel me? You look at me. Oh. Okay. You know, um, the camera. It, for the podcast land, look, we got a video recording, so I just smiled and, you know, gave a little sexy look to the camera. Um, mm-hmm. What's another one I did? Oh, I was, uh, oh, I was, uh, um, damn, what, what the fuck was it called? It's like a hater. I was like, uh. You was a hater? Yeah, I was a hater. <laughs> I was How like, do you uh, uh, illustrate an, a, a uh, hater? Oh, shit. It was, um, <laughs> damn it. Cock block. It was super cock block. Use a super cock block. So did you just write a sign and put the word cock block? No, I I made like I got a picture of a of a cock, of not a dick, but a chicken. Oh, okay, all right. And I crossed it out. Okay. And so it was like so cock block, and then I, I put a cape on <laughs> uh-huh. with the same shit. I had a t-shirt that had the definition of what a cock block is. Oh, okay. Anytime I saw Informal a dude, too. anytime yeah. I saw Informative. a dude talking to a girl, yeah. I would like jump in front of super cock block. You will not get this number. Uh, no, not today. It was where, like <laughs> cats weren't even like like take that. Like, it was no humor. Like yeah. they didn't have no humor to it. It was like they think it was funny. Yeah, it was like that's fucked up. And I had to think about that because you know how hard it is for a dude to go to a girl and talk. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like I don't think you. Let's, let's 
talk about this. I don't think you women understand how difficult it is for a man to actually like get the nerve to walk up to you and take the chance to get turned down and not just get turned down because you you can be nice about turning down someone right. you can easily say you know not interested uh or you can say you know i have a boyfriend i'm sorry you know you seem like a really cool guy da, 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 da. but some of y'all are really yeah. harsh mm-hmm. like you're like you yeah. ugh, <laughs> ugh, word no get the fuck away from me with them Ooh. dirty ass crusty ass shoes da, 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 da. Oh. like y'all are rough man so it takes a lot for a guy to like you know muster up the strength mm-hmm. to approach you and take the chance mm-hmm. and you can even be with your friends if you're with your friends it's even harder mm-hmm. so i did this super cop like thing and these dudes i had to think about the fact that they were probably like thinking the whole time like all right her friends left her now i can go up to her and mm-hmm. talk to her yeah because i've been there before yeah yeah like where i'm like oh shit so so many like, things have to be aligned yes. for you to even be talking to them Dude. and then here you go Cause I, I mean I'm better than most. Yeah. Like you know I'm easy. Like I, I like to talk, so I can talk to a group of people, you know, and then I build up conversations, talk to a girl. Like yeah. it's it's easier for me, but it wasn't always that way. So I understand what brothers might be going through. So well, yeah, like that, talking to a girl is almost the filtering process for which one is the most courageous or which one because you got a whole slew of guys that's not even going to try or it's going to try on the like. On some like weak ass shit, you know, like yeah. let me, let me be on, let me whatever yeah. else is oh, coming up man. and personally talking to you. you and know? ladies, don't block your blessing. You missing out <laughs> on some good dudes because some of these dudes just are nervous. They're like super right. scared. They like shitting bricks trying to get to you. So, you know, I mean, it does make it easier for those kind of fellas because they're going to, you know, we have we're in a day of social media. You can be in it's a different day. And even when you get the number, all right. <laughs> I remember back in the day when I used to think about the whole conversation I was going to have before I talked to a girl. And then she going to say, and then I'm going to say. Yeah. We're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would say, I had a list yeah. of shit. I had a list of like questions I would ask yeah. if like there was a lull in the combo. That's hilarious. If there was any dead air, I said, boom. So how are you doing in such and such as class? Well, you know, it's not really that easy, but... It's like how I talk about doing the podcast. When we were talking about earlier, I was telling D, I was like, you know what? We throw a topic out there, that can give us about 20 minutes of good conversation because yeah, yeah. how deep we can go. And I learned that from getting those questions ready. Oh, you was in talking. training right there. Man. You didn't even know. And it was funny because I learned that from my cousin. Yeah. I literally called my cousin and said, I don't know what to talk to this girl about. And that's why it's so phone. important to have male influencers. Oh. Like, that's why you need them. Because, I mean, <laughs> you do need them. And there are some great mothers and mm. sisters and aunts who can give some of this information. It definitely helps when it's coming from a male, though. Yeah. But some of the women don't understand because they don't understand the perspective. The perspective, yeah. Of what that yeah. man is going through. Mm. So, anyway, I went on a tangent talking hey, about the tangents are costumes, fun. It's okay. Costumes, but, yeah. Um, what was another one? What was one of the last one? Oh, I was uh, the axe murderer, which is so stupid. I had a bunch of, uh, so I was Axe Murder, but it was Axe Body Spray, and I put little, like, plastic, uh, they're, like, color, they're silver-colored plastic knives through Axe Body Spray cans. That's probably my least favorite one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. People are like, what is that? You know what I was last year, yeah. and it was a last-minute thing? I uh, went to, uh, like, a Goodwill and found this 
wasn't purposeful at all. I just found this cheerleader costume. All right, all right. Or not costume, it was a cheerleader uniform that somebody had given up. And I was like, if I fit this, I'm doing it. I remember that. I remember <laughs> I'm doing that. it. And I put this motherfucking suit on and it fit like it was made for me. For one. For two, it something. ended up being money green. So, you know, I was a clover all day. I was a clover I saw, all day. I, I, I saw that costume and... Look. As soon as I saw you, I just had to walk away. I was like, a different person. I was like... But giant not, ass cheerleader. With um, pigtails <laughs> and ribbons. And the painted nail, I got it. I went he all the way. You just look like the buffest, manliest cheerleader. I'm like, I did. what are you doing? I did. I got it. was a midriff. Oh. I had. I had to. I had to. It was a midriff. It was a yeah. midriff with the pleated skirt. So as much as you say, it fits always in motion. Not that perfect to me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when I stood up, it was perfect. I mean, I couldn't really sit. But hey, by the end of the day, you were tired of that motherfucker. I was. <laughs> it was tight. It was uncomfortable. But, um, I thought it fit perfect. My it did. Well, it looked like it did to everybody else. I thought. Yeah. So what do you want to be this year? You know, since I went really feminine last year i wanted something a little hyper masculine this year are you about to be like uh i know you're gonna do something with your shirt off but i already know yeah i am and it's gonna be um but it's gonna be hyper masculine but i still want to be pretty so i think i'm gonna be like a pharaoh like something like you know bronze and like the eyeliner but it's still masculine yeah. and i can show my body yeah, so, you know, I know, you know gonna do curls all week all day yeah yeah hey you just went to chicago I did. I, did I did i did i did i'm sure you guys know if you listen to the last podcast is from chicago mm-hmm. how was your visit it was amazing i had a good time i went for a wedding and the wedding was a uh, jamaican so they always oh, turn it up. The food was bomb. Like as many people as it was, oh, the mother still chicken? made jerk chicken, oh, dirty rice, oh, oh. that mac and cheese. Like man, oh. and like yeah, it was okay. cardio session. You went, and I, you went to I, the wedding was cool. I know, but yeah, you well, know when I think about Chicago, what do I think about? You think about Giordano. I think about Giordano. Like, I would literally yes, I would go Garrett's, to I would go to, I would go to Chicago just for pizza. And I'm I was just like nobody. Does 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 it the same? Or nah, look, they have signatures that I have not seen anybody. Are there good pizza places out here? Yes, it's pretty good pizza places yeah. out here. But it ain't like Giordano's. It no. ain't like it never comes close. Even like when it comes to like New York style pizza, right? No, I I mean it just ain't it ain't. Now I will give you this information though. When it comes to restaurants as a whole, there's a bunch of good places to eat, like a, a variety of good uh-huh. places to eat. Yes, LA is it. I don't oh, LA got Mexican say. food down. I don't, I'll I don't give y'all that. None of y'all I'll say y'all as far as variety. Yeah. If you just want to like, oh, I want Ethiopia or I want this or I want that. We got variety. Yeah. And we'll kill you with the Mexican food. We got yeah. that. Don't yeah. even trip. Yeah, y'all got the but, Mexican food for sure. You that. know, when it comes to specific shit that you might want, like mm-hmm. pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That deep dish, man. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, there is a place in Super Lake, uh, Masa or something like that. I had that. That's not bad. It's not, yeah, bad. It's not bad. It ain't Giordano's, but Giordano's. shit, it's better in some places in Chicago because I've been to them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people be sleep on home on uh, home run in too in Chicago. Oh, I don't man. know if that's a Midwest thing or just Chicago. I don't thing, like uh, Malnati's, uh, Lou Malnati's. I'm not a big fan. How? I'm, I'm what you don't like about not, it? Is it? It's just, I too, think because too I compare, cheesy, too tasty, I think I compare, too bomb. Uh, I, but it's, I, I think I compared it to Giordano's and it's not as good. Yeah, it's so like I was a like, I wasn't like, and I, that was the first Giordano's, was the first pizza I've ever had in Chicago when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I remember. I'm like savoring. All right, man, let's get into it. Um, so 
Now, everybody knows what Colin Kaepernick has done, you know, the protesting while he was a member of the San Francisco 49ers. Right. And then that leading to him, well, he he opted out of his contract, but he's going to get cut anyway for any of those who didn't know. Mm-hmm. He's going to get cut anyway. That is information that you can Google yourself, John, not John Elway, uh, whoever the, uh, uh, oh, I forgot, forget his name. He's a former safety for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Anyway, he's, he's general manager of the San Francisco 49ers, and he was going to cut him anyway. That was a conversation that him and Colin Kaepernick had. Any, so the problem was he, nobody problem was, picked him up. So once he, once, yeah, once he opted out, no one picked him up. And was he qualified as a starter? Yes. Hell was yes. he qualified as a backup quarterback? Hell yes. And he has not played in the league since. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about, we're giving you the backstory on Colin Cat because then the whole Nike endorsement happened. Which, you know, beautiful, such beautiful uh, commercial, the topic, everything, you know, the, like everything that Colin was saying. Right. Beautiful. It just looked on the surface. Of course, it looks really pretty. Yeah, it is. And it, it did, is. and it did and help the cause, you know. And for, yeah, it, it, it does. It did help the cause. And that's what it's all about. That, the cause is what it's all about. Yeah. Like, that's what people need to focus on, the cause. Mm-hmm. And what they didn't do was focus on the cause. No, they focused on the brand and then made and linked it to what his cause was and didn't understand exactly or care to understand exactly their initiative and why they were doing it. I mean, everything is, is around about money. I and think they were, I almost, I almost think they were just feeding into the beast that was already within them, which is their love for Nike. For Nike. Like their yeah, love for shoes. Like, the beast, so yeah. they can just say, well, I'm trying to support college, so I got to get these new mm-hmm. off-white. Give me an excuse. My new Air Max, press those, couple new Jordans. Mm-hmm. Look, and I saw everybody like showing off their Nikes, like supporting yeah. Cap. No, supporting Cap, supporting the movement is donating directly to your rights camp, don- mm-hmm. di- uh, donating directly to Connor Kaepernick's foundation. Like, that's what the cause is mm-hmm. because you buying up a bunch of Nikes. Nike ain't what it is, man. Nike is not, and I wish, uh, this is why I kind of wish, not kind of, Colin Kaepernick needs to talk. Yeah, like himself. That is, yes. He, yeah. that's and he is about being. to start being, uh, I was just reading in the New York Post, they were talking about some of the things that is up next for him as far as um, he's going to start doing a lot more public speaking, some more, uh, even have a comedy series they're about to start working into. Uh, and the, New York Post was also talking about how actually Nike was going to release him from their contract. Yep, there was and a fight. There was, was a fight. fight. That was, was a discussion. Problem. And what it boiled down to was either what it was going to look like if we parted from him in a time where it would look really bad for uh, for a company to um, to release him further and and it feels like it was a split it was a split like nobody wants to be the racist in the room these (laughs) days and nike didn't want to be that racist or look like that racist or be associated with that you know racist movement (laughs) they had to see who and they They had had to to actually see who they're who's supporting cap exactly and And the the people who are supporting cap has always been the generation that's the age group between 15 and 25 and that's what it is right now. And that age group that's right now between 15 and 25 is definitely all about um, equality and, um, you know, empowerment and, you know, 
And buying Nikes. And buying Nikes. No, that's the most important part. Buying Nikes. That's the most important part. If these, if they didn't think that that them cutting him off would affect their bottom line, right? Then they would have done it. Like they, either way, they they knew like they were trying. They're, they're going. They're always going to be looking for the money. Man. Yeah. So you can't like don't focus on the on that brand. That ain't it, man. The cause is the cause. This man is going so hard. And yes, I want him to talk more, of course. Mm-hmm. But his actions are saying so much. Yeah. He's doing so much. Yeah. He's so, like, he's one foundation that is so, like, open. Like, you can, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Well, he's available. Like, he's available, but the, yeah. uh, it's transparent. Oh. He's very transparent. Mm-hmm. You can go to his, go to his website and you will see exactly what money what is about. donating, what, what the money is going to. Like, it, to the point of, like, bus. So money, this money is going to go for the bus to the event. and da, 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 Like, it's that detailed. Mm-hmm. Red Cross ain't doing that shit for you, man. <laughs> they not doing that. Yeah, so, true. like, this is, like, when I saw everybody just posting on these Nikes, and I'm like, Y'all just don't get it. Y'all can't be this slow. Really, yeah, educate yourself just at least a little bit. I mean, just a little bit. <laughs> you know, because um, I worked for Nike for six years. And yeah, that's what I wanted you to talk about for sure. I worked for them for six years, and over and over again, I just got disgusted over the things I would see, primarily it being impoverished neighborhoods lining up and shooting each other for shoes. At the very least, wasn't even made with quality like I'm, I'm sitting here and watching the life of these shoes and how they literally destroy themselves within um, the first six months but we're gonna keep cycling these out because people are going to still keep on spending 200 plus for these shoes and i mean at least spending on some real leather and stuff you know <laughs> or the fact that uh since i'm uh, on the employee side just saying that uh, loyalty didn't matter. It was all politics about who was going to be promoted. Like you visually look like what Nike is uh, about. You're young, you're blonde, you're pretty, you're whatever. You have like you know you got a body. You're gonna put that. You know we're gonna put you forward because we're gonna keep modeling the tightest clothes on you. Or you know it wasn't about work ethic. It wasn't about. Um, it, bottom line, it was always about you know money. And you know don't forget that this is a company that outsourced their labor from. Um, yeah, Asian kids, right? <laughs> so like this, let's Nike, not forget that. Nike, Google it. Nike is very has very questionable only, labor tactics, mm-hmm, and, it, and they they they've admitted to yeah some, to the child labor. And then it's like now, so I'm I'm hoping that <laughs> right. to, at this point today that they're doing a better job, but I'm also pretty sure they're not paying their workers that much. And uh, when and, you want to think about how much they make it. You know. Like, oh, damn. Absolutely. Look. Just, yeah. Everybody yeah. should buy fake Nikes. <laughs> endorse fake Nikes. Hey, endorse fake Nikes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Guys, I'm over here trying to look at our little... We, we a little professional. We, we got a little... little whiteboard right, over here. Whiteboard. See our eyes wandering across the room. Right. Um, <laughs> so, we all know, like, this trend. And the trend is a trend that's... A, it's a trend now because because it's public, mm-hmm. but we know folks have been doing it. But now we're recording it; it's being documented. So we have Barbecue Becky, <laughs> you have Permit Patty, 
You had Coupon Carl. I want to give kudos to the black community for these labels, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm as mad as I would be. Every time I read a new label, I definitely laugh out loud. Like <laughs> That's like, why are we so creative? Like, um, just... You had... Uh, <laughs> I mean, this. I don't know if they got a name for it, but the men that were arrested <laughs> at Starbucks for just sitting, oh, yeah, there. For sitting there. I don't think it was a name for that because it wasn't yeah. one person that they were like... I mean, yeah. it's been some... I mean, so many incidents. Like a guy being at his uh, at his uh, at his own apartment at the pool, and they told him to leave. Like, and I, so we'll get to it. But I just want to say, this is when we talk about privilege, and people think white privilege is money and no. White man. privilege is simply being able to leave outside your front door and don't have a care in the world about about Ooh. anything other than what your goal was to do when you left out that door. You know, we leave out the door and we have obstacles <laughs> that come out of nowhere sometimes or come out of everywhere. And it's like we incorporate that into our lives as our everyday living and uh, we move on. And that's, you know, that should be the norm for everyone. And, like, and, and sometimes you get in a position as a black guy, if you get privileged to be, um, to see more than what's in your neighborhood, you're kind of taken aback, like, what, this is what they're doing at regular schools? Like, they're they not even getting, um, uh, what do you call it, when they're scanning you for, oh, the, uh, like, guns and shit? You yeah, know, like, metal, metal detectors, or, like, this is how a real classroom is supposed to be, like, or, you know, when those, you know, when people of the other race find out some of the things that we're going through, they can't even, they can't even yeah, fathom it. I, like, I, oh yeah, I listen. definitely saw a dead body on my way to school when I was in Chicago. Real story. Oh or, God. I definitely heard gunshots on my way to school and had to hide behind the car until it was over and then go to school. I'm trying to like, <laughs> you know, this like, conversation me and my buddy were having in the DMs, man. Uh, it was crazy, like, how it came up. I hope I find it really fast. But it was basically the same same thing man we were just talking about how like do we have ptsd like wow that's like it was a heavy question yeah and mm. i really wish i could at least find like how the conversation between me and started mm. um but anyway i'm not gonna find it so we were just talking he's like man you know it's just hard being a fucking black man sometimes i was like yeah you know what a lot of shit that we think think is normal Ain't normal. It ain't normal, and it sometimes it's well, it's still, especially because I'm in LA, and really, I'm mostly around white people or just non-threatening people. Yeah. And when I go back to Chicago, I forget. Just standing on the bus, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta stick my chest out. I gotta stand like yeah, more yeah. assertive. I forgot until I'm like feel threatened, or you know, or the other time I went to Vegas. You remember I got I went to Vegas. Long story, just short. It was a dumb story. I ran out of gas. And the person I was with, <laughs> she was like, this is an emergency. I'm calling the police. And so she ends up calling the police to get help because we were stuck in the desert. Uh-huh. And long story short, we ended up getting some help. And the guy, the officer, was so afraid of me. And he knew that he was. Oh, I that. But he couldn't help himself. And so he kept like trying to like help himself. And it just created a very uncomfortable situation. And mentally, all I did was make sure my hands was always where he can see them. And that I smile a little more and talk a little softer just so he can feel welcome, you know, like. And still, that wasn't really enough. And, you know, 
one of the things he did was um, we was coming back and he had the gas can and I'm like, um, I had the gas can. He's just like, oh, are you sure that you know how to put it back in there? This, that, and the other because it's in the gas can. And I'm like, um, oh, yeah, I got it. Thanks, though. And he's just like, I mean, no, not that you would know or that, it, you know, that you I'm should sure. know. I just, you know, I just want to ask just in case. And I'm like, oh, no, it's cool. It's fine, you know. And it's just that. The whole All time, I, the whole time, you're just trying to make sure you get out of that situation safe because they make me have anxiety. And at the end of the day, all, what I felt is that he just lived most of his life without know, knowing or having black people around him, and so we were foreign. Yeah. I was foreign to him, and the only thing he knows about me is what he sees in the media. And again, this is on our way to Vegas, so it's in one of those little small towns on the way there, and it's just it's all based in ignorance, you know. So. So the conversation I was having with my homeboy was about anxiety, uh-huh. and I was like, he he, made, he had a meme about anxiety, and I was like, yo, bro, I've been going through it a lot lately as well. I have anxiety, panic attacks sometimes. Yeah. And, shit. and uh, he said, I think it has to do a lot. He think he said, I think it has a lot to do with us being black in America. I was like, I believe it. And I was something I believe. You know, I think about my childhood. I think about a lot of stuff that was normal to me that ain't normal. Right. Like the helicopters over the house every fucking night. You know, knowing how to deal mm. with the different gangs that you're gonna like that you're gonna pass throughout your day. Yep. You know, not like through your neighborhood to get to the bus stop, on the bus, at the school, leaving the school's neighborhood to get back on the bus. Like mm-hmm. you know that kind of yeah. shit. Knowing when it's time to go to leave a party or event because you see a certain group, yep. you know that it, shit's about to get shot up. Uh-huh. Knowing how to deal when a gunshot goes off. Yeah. And then after the shooting is over, you sitting there laughing about it because you're so used to this kind of shit. And then like, you don't know until you get out in the world or you become an adult or whatever. Yeah. Like, this shit is not, actually crazy as fuck. Like, I and mean, you tell people your story and they're like, Wait, what? That's and then you look at it, they want to make a movie out the bitch. Uh-huh. And you're like, and you're like, <laughs> right. what? Make a movie out of what? What are you talking about? This is normal this is shit. Life. Like getting jumped. Like I've been jumped a couple times, mm-hmm. and I, now, I like I learned how to get jumped. Yeah, yeah. Right. I learned how to get jumped, man. Remember I was saying the other day, yeah. like this is what you got to do when you get jumped. I mean, Back against the wall. Knowing somebody just got killed, like mm-hmm. knowing somebody. And, and just dealing with it and going to school the next day. Oh, somebody just got killed at school. Mm-hmm. And that's everyday life. Yeah, and it's like, huh, all right. So today's, uh, you know, I hear now, now I hear about, you know, them having counselors at the schools. <laughs> I don't remember that shit. Or I knew about them, but it was like. You didn't take it serious. You didn't take it serious, and you saw them maybe once a week in the building, and you're like, who's that? Every time they came, I, I just. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. yeah. But anyway, I got to, so I'm actually getting to this. I talked about all that to get to Cornerstone, cor, uh, Corner, Corner Store, store Caroline. Caroline. This, this woman was sitting, you know, there's a video of it. I'm sure plenty of you have seen it. If you haven't, you need to go ahead and Google Corner Store Caroline. Mm-hmm. All right? Do it now. This stupid ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, she's sitting there at the, at the counter in the liquor store, in the corner store. And a little boy, a, mo- a mom, a little boy, and a little girl, the son and the son and daughter of the mom, are walking by, and his book bag. On the video, you can see the book bag grazes the woman. She looks back, and she thinks that the little boy grabbed her ass. Mm-hmm. 
So she turns up, says, says something to the mom about the little boy, you know, grabbing her ass. Mm-hmm. And then the mom, of course, the mom's going to react crazy because you just told her her son just grabbed your ass. And she know her son. She didn't raise her son like that. And her son ain't going to be grabbing no, no woman's ass. Especially hers. Like her no ass. Like, that means mean no still, stuff. Anyway, you know, yeah, that's beyond it's because, you know, but, that, yeah. that does not matter. Because no asses will get grabbed and raped as well. But that <laughs> shit didn't happen. I'm just saying. Yeah. Ugly, uh... Mentally ill, all that. So it doesn't really. That doesn't matter. Yeah. But this woman, instead of thinking it may be, may be something just, you know. Or taking the fact that the little boy is a little boy. Like, but, but I'm just saying, just even... instead of her assuming otherwise, she assumed the worst because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming because he's black. Uh-huh. So she's assuming that because, and I'm assuming that she did just because he was black. And she took it to the next level. Then this woman had the nerve to like in, during the middle of this whole argument between the mom and the son, and the son who's being accused is crying. Like it's sad to see. It, it hurt. It hurt. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. hurt watching it. I was. She so. said she was a cop and all this shit. Uh-huh. Like in the interview, she said, "I'm a cop." Like I think she said that because she saw. The crowd was getting irate. The crowd was getting irate. Knew. And it was mixed, too. It was mixed full of racism. It was just like a common sense type of thing. Like, yeah, this and this one was calling the police. I might be sexually harassed her. And, you know, it was just, it was so much, man. And the boy is just, the boy thinks he's, he's thinking he's going to jail. Mm-hmm. He's never going to be the same, man. No, like kids are sponges and everything is like amplified for them. And like the type of anxiety that he has to go through with trying to He's deal with something that. that he can't even grasp or understand. Like, I mean, I will say all the interviews that I've seen him in, he was really articulate and trying to explain yeah. himself. Oh, yeah, he was a very intelligent kid, man. Mm-hmm. I was surprised for his age. Like, he... Like, he's very articulate. I saw this meme that was like, you really mature for your age. And it was like, oh, thank you. It's been all the trauma. <laughs> I'm like... Mm. That's, that's real, real shit. That's real <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, that's real shit. Like, uh, and then they asked him, like, you know, does he forgive? He says, I don't forgive this woman. And she needs help. Like, he knows. He knows that she needs help. But uh, the fact that she wanted to call the cops, though. Like, what do you, what, why bring the, this is what, like, well, you're, further, you're furthering, you're like, furthering, yeah, this is, that, yeah, like, this, like you know how the police act when it, when it comes to us. The difference is that this had a camera. So you know? this false claim could have gotten that boy killed or gotten someone else killed because they wanted to come to the defense of the boy. Mm-hmm. Could have gotten his mama killed or a stranger killed, anybody. Because you, know, you see how they have no sympathy t- towards us. They don't, care for our, they don't care for our health and mm-hmm. well-being. I, mean, I, saw a, I saw a comment, I think, by Sean King the other day. It was a, I think it was a video of a white person doing something to the police and them like um, reacting in the correct way, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I'm going to stop saying they need better training because they know what the fuck to do. Yeah. They just don't do it with us. Right. They do it all the time when it comes to, to white folks. Right. But when it comes to us, they don't, they don't do that. They want to go to the extreme. Like I saw a video the other day, dude like pushed the cop out the way to put cop, then shot him with the taser. taser. Not a gun. Mm-hmm. Like they do with us when they just think we might do something. Mm-hmm. And again, it's about them not being or 
living in the communities that they're policing. It, it really goes back to that because, again, we're so foreign. He's so foreign to them that all they know is what they've been taught or told or seen on TV, and they think we're fucking animals. Like, and this is the corner store character. She's yeah. in a black neighborhood. She's in a black neighborhood. Like, if you don't feel comfortable, then get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, look, it costs to live in Brooklyn. <laughs> so I'm sure you can go somewhere else and pay less. Yes, you can. But then we had, so from Corner Store Carolyn, who looks like a fucking idiot now, because she watched it on the fucking video herself <laughs> and saw the boy not touch her fucking ass, a stupid bitch. <laughs> you, then you have the white woman who blocked the, the black man from getting into his own apartment, mm -hmm. who tried to mm -hmm. block the black man from getting into his own apartment. He got, the, he got her the fuck out of his way yeah. and went to his apartment. But she, she followed him all the way to his apartment. Yeah. He went in, closed the door, she was still there. Looking like a damn fool. Looking like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and she got fired mm -hmm. from her job because of this. Yeah. Her, uh, what uh, was it? Her husband. <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, if you guys haven't seen it, please check that out. It was actually pretty hilarious. Her husband is actually, um, I don't know what race he is, but he is, he is a man of color. Mm -hmm. I've read he's a man of color and he made a somebody asked him about this. His name is Brandon Mueller. He said, I want to take a moment to express my deep disappointment in the incident that took place at Mr. Toll's home. The individual in the video and I have been separated for over a year and I myself no longer reside at the Eldridge Shirt Lost Building. My only hope is that we as a community can use this as an opportunity to, to do what my father taught me many years ago, to not allow others ignorance to incite anger and hatred but to use it as an opportunity opportunity to learn, grow, and promote love. So, I wish he had taught his fucking uh, white <laughs> his, shit. His whatever. I love your views, mm -hmm. but goddamn, who the fuck did, did you know who you married? <sighs> All right, this is, uh, it's getting, it's getting ridiculous, man. It's like, we're doing. We're trying to do regular everyday shit. shit. I, this lady, I was can't. filming something in my back, the back of my apartment. It's um, I live in Sherman Oaks, so like the back streets are full of just really pretty little mini mansions and houses. And we're on a public street, and this lady comes out and she says, "You can't film here. I need y'all to leave from in front of my house. My uh, husband's on her on his way home." So my instinct was to. I was like. First of all, I don't care about your empty ass thread, about your weak ass husband coming home. It's like my first instinct. And bitch, this is a public street. Please get back in your home before we have problems. And then the person I was with, you know, we have to lessen ourselves and soften ourselves no matter how right we are because we know things are not going to go in our favor. Mm -hmm. So they talked me down. We had to leave, you know, and we won't do it somewhere else just because. Dude, you, she, I mean, look, you know, we, we've seen it. We can sit there and be bold and all that shit, but we'll be bold and dead. Mm -hmm. And Easy. they were like, you kind of, like, you don't want to be sucking nobody's dick, mm -hmm. kissing nobody's ass to, to do shit. But at the same time, you don't want to look like a bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you don't want to look like a bitch, but you got to, it's not important enough. Mm -hmm. To you know, risk your life. And I'm, I'm, I hope you all got Like, you want to make a point, but you don't want to make a point. Mm -hmm. Is gonna get your ass in jail. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Well, I mean, maybe a few years ago I would have taken the risk. I'm old now, right? Right. But it took say like, oh, the last one. Yeah, you know. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's almost like you want to have so, a camera ready, too. Like, we need to go yeah. outside our house with a, a hat cam. <laughs> so, basically, y'all just leave us the fuck alone. Like, that's it. Just let us be, man. Let us live. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to like everything we do. You ain't got to like the music we do. You ain't gotta like none of that shit, man. Like, okay. just walk away. We walk away from your asses. You do shit all the time. We don't care for it. Like, like I uh. And what about a real conversation? That's what that's about a regular it. conversation? Ninety percent. Because you're understanding. Maybe you just don't understand. Maybe you need to come get an understanding. Like, come get that conversation. Like, it's, you ain't the like. You want to police everything? <laughs> Why are you trying to police everything, man? Like, quit trying to control us. Man, I believe this with all my heart. If there was a real vote to bring back slavery, I think it would be definitely over 30% on the yes. Well, I think we did have a vote for that, and that was called the election. (laughs) I think. Perhaps, maybe. No, fuck that. I'm talking about a direct, I want to talk about direct Mm -hmm. question. Bring back slavery, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Put black people black back in slavery, yes or no. Mm-hmm. And I believe that over 30% of the country I agree. Would, would say yes. I agree. So moving on, next topic. Now, we need to stay on these. I'm sorry, I got a lot of shit to say. I guess because I got a little alcohol in my system. Yeah. Yeah, I said alcohol. You were talkative. Um, <laughs> yeah. Am I talking too much? You no. can easily tell me I'm talking too much. You're not brother. talking at all. Keep it going. Keep it going. You just say I'm not talking. Good. All right. Kalani. Oh, yeah. Kalani. Beautiful Kalani. It was music. Mm-hmm. I don't love, but. <laughs> I was about to say. You don't hum to her. You no, know. no, no. She's got some good music. Yeah, I like Kalani. I like Kalani. Um, yeah, she uh, yeah. is pregnant. Yeah. By her guitarist. And her guitarist is a bisexual man. Yes, he is. Let me see. I need to see how you look. I'm going to look him up real quick. <laughs> yeah, he is a bisexual man. And he Kalani is. is very, you know, is he black? unfazed by he it. He is black. He hey, is black. what's up, bro? He's a little, yeah, he's a little yeah. cutie, a little bit. Um, I mean. Yeah, and Kalani has been very open about her sexuality. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. If I saw him, yeah. if like he was sitting right here, I'd be like, yeah, he's gay, right? I would have, I would have, like. What you think? I don't think nothing to... I mean, that picture, yeah, but... <laughs> what about this right here? <laughs> what about this right here? I don't think that tells me yay or nay. Really? Look at that hoop earring. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, All right, right here, too. Right here, too. With the, with, the, with the ponytail. Oh, wait. That's mascara. Okay. How are you questioning... <laughs> Look, man. You have the worst gaydar anyway. I do. Even right here. They look regular. I've seen this type of dude on your fucking oh my app, <laughs> on your app, bro. I, <laughs> anyway, I personally would have been like, mm-hmm. he's gay, right? All right, but anyway, that I'm not. Look, he says he's bisexual, so he's bisexual. Okay, it is what it is. All right. Even though at one time, Diotis didn't think that people could be, didn't think males could be bisexual. But that ain't my thing. That's on D. D, I what mean, you think now? You still think it, dudes can't be uh-huh. myself? You know, I've grown a little more and I feel that um, at first, no, I did not think you, it was a such thing as a bisexual situation. I thought maybe there were guys coming out of the closet that wasn't committed enough to want to make that full leap, you know, into 
gay land, but <laughs> and there are those, and, and there are those, you and know, those, you know, a lot of the twenty two. When you first came out, did like, you say like I'm bisexual, or did, were you like I'm it was gay? Like, it was like straight gay. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, like I'm dumb. I'm, just, I'm, dumb. I'm done with this. I'm done with this lie. <laughs> Ew. Okay, um, hey, hey, oh, can we talk about this? I really want to talk about this. Oh, shit, what are we talking about? We're talking about how you said you really enjoy vagina. Uh, so, I mean, it's been a and few I, years. And, and just to be real, guys, like, you can, he can definitely say he enjoy vagina and not be attracted to women. Yeah, it's, exactly. I mean, that's a great point. That's what it's about. Like, I... I had the luxury of having sex with a female before and many times. And then um, at the time I knew I was gay, but I didn't want to accept it. So I thought, well, let me give it a real try. You know, I'm going to give it a full effort. And my full effort consisted of me not only having sex with a a female, but having a full-fledged, well, almost three-year relationship with her. And, uh, you know, within that whole time, I had never, you know, slept with anybody else, slept with any guy or other, or even, or even any other females. She took my virginity, you know, and, um, yeah. So after we were over, um, I went into a gay relationship not too much longer after. And I was able to see the difference in the feelings of having sex with a woman compared to a man. Now, what I've learned is that there's nothing on this earth that compares to the feeling of a vagina. The vagina is the best feeling thing on a penis. There's nothing on this earth that feels as good as a woman's vagina, taken from somebody who's been ex- able to experience both, you know? And uh, to be honest, when I first transitioned, I was like upset. I had considered maybe I'm, what is it, asexual? You're not attracted to either yeah, yeah because i was like why does this have to be gay sex why me putting my dick in the ass has to be gay sex and then this i was like i was so serious that this is the shit i contemplated like and i don't i don't even know what got me over that i don't know what it was probably your attraction to, to the man they can't right? like fuck it fuck I'm that, you know it was as if i had to deal with that for the first time though i guess and yeah so is that answer your question? Yeah, vagina yeah, is the best. Was, they are. They are. And I just wanted to bring that up. That was. I, I remember that conversation. It was I think it's just so, the. It always vaginas so are built. And for, they're. You know. I mean, they're they're built for a penis to, to be in it. Like, look, you can drive a big, huge penis in it, and guess what? That vagina is gonna come right back. Mm-hmm. It's gonna and it'll fit a smaller penis. Like, it's ready for the world. It's ready for the world. You know. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah, where was I even going? We talking about Kalani and her bisexual yeah, and sexual okay. fluidity. Right? So, yeah, yeah, so. we're talking about, so, so okay, I, so the reason why we even brought this up, because she's okay with her baby daddy being bisexual, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not sure, I haven't read much into the relationship, I don't know how much further it's gone. Is, is he, and I know she's been open he, about her sexuality. Oh, yeah, and she's also bisexual. bisexual. Well. She said yeah. her, she said she was with women way before she was with the man. Right. So, you know, she's very free. You know, she's like, she's okay with that. She's very open. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, uh, she's, I, she's, she's open. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about the typical black woman. I don't even know if that's a real thing, a typical a black typical woman. Black but uh, the same about you, like, are black women opening up to the idea of dating a bisexual man? So what I was talking to Joe about is that I kind of feel that 
Or I don't know. I can't say I feel. I'm not a woman, but I, I, if this is, ends up being the truth, I wouldn't be surprised. But it seems like women, all women are at least like 3% gay. And that if you, and sex comes second for women, but if you're able to stimulate them mentally, then you're in. Especially if the, uh, the situation around is happening. Like she just got finished being broken up with her five, six year old six year relationship with a guy that she found out was cheating on him with a whole nother family and he got kids and shit and now here she's like, like she like fuck man all goddamn day and, here and then Catherine. here comes here comes Catherine from the what's his name department <laughs> and she's like oh they're there you know vagina and so <laughs> she's like what and so she's like you know what yeah vagina and so now you know, she was there to support, Carolyn was there to support, you know, her broken heart. But not that saying that it has to be a, a, a circumstance. I just feel that women are on a whole nother level where they're they not weak enough to be weakened by just flesh. It's like if they're stimulated mentally, then they're open to it or they might be open to it. So, I don't know. I mean, look, for one, it's, it's definitely easier for a woman to uh, be accepted as bisexual. Well, yeah, or it's easy to say like I've had a relationship, but, right. but I but I bring up like are black women opening up to the idea of a of dating a bisexual man? Right. Like forget what they've been through because uh-huh. um, you know we know what double standards are. Who cares? They are what they are. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna change. I mean, they may ch- they they'll change eventually, but let's just be real. If a woman, if you ask a woman who's married to a man for however many years. Has she been with a woman? She says yes. You're not gonna bat a fucking eye. No. Now, if you ask her husband, who she's been married to for ten years, like, hey, yo, you ever been with a man? And he tells you, yeah, you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You so gay? gay? <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's what it is. Yeah. So, are black women opening up to dating a bisexual man? I don't think they are at this time. And are we seeing, or do we see more bisexual women because we have a society that's more accepting of it? We're And then, oh, I know it is so, but is it possible that there are that as that many bisexual men, but we don't have? There probably are. No, that's what. But that's my point. Yeah. Like there, I'm sure there's a ton of bisexual men out there. Because what brings me, it brings me to this question: Like, are we moving towards a state where sexual fluidity is just going to be that where? We're all talking about what feels good and that's what matters. Because I kind of feel like we're moving towards that because I know too many straight motherfuckers that's getting their dick sucked by, by a guy. But and see, when you, when you tell me that, yeah. I don't consider them straight. Right. Because, okay, we had this, D was telling, we were talking about this, and I was telling D that, all right, I like women, love women, <laughs> and I don't even like ugly women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm not getting hair from no ugly woman. Right. I'm not having sex with no ugly woman. As far as my standards of ugly though, whatever. Right. You know, right, right. I, whoever I, I'm just not, not attracted to. I'm right. not attracted exactly, and right. that's what I'm talking about attraction. I'm not attracted to a man. Mm-hmm. Now, that's me. So, and there's a bunch of other people I feel like who probably who would feel the same way as I do. But then there are those people who are all about a feeling. They're not really concerned right. about. Let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about there. the guys who ain't who 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 ain't pretty enough to have that type of standard. They, you know, <laughs> you can like, be ugly as fuck to have those standards. Yeah, you just might you not can. get no ass. 
Right. It is way. Yeah. But yeah. you, yeah. you, yeah. you <laughs> but there are some who can probably get whatever they want, mm-hmm. but they still just don't get. Man, I knew some dudes who were considered like, like the super handsome guys, and they would fuck anything, mm-hmm. any type of girl. You like, you fucked her, uh-huh. like, and they're like. And he was a good person. Mm-hmm. He gave a good head. And those same guys probably would. Like, because they don't, like, as far as attraction goes, they're not really concerned. They concern more about the feel. Exactly. So they, the mental stimulation. Yeah, they're just, else. That's so that, mean. to me, is a definition of sexual fluidity. They're just like, yeah, I'm just trying to get it in. Right, right, right. Now, I mean, for me, that, I think, I think we're getting, we're, I think what you're, you know, to your point, we'll get to, that day where folks who do feel that way are more open about doing it, mm-hmm. more open about uh, like just saying like, "Yo, yeah, I fucked him, I fucked her, and da da yeah. It is what it is, <laughs> you know. And they won't have a concern about what I think about them, what anybody else thinks about them. Right. It will be a point because that's pretty much just saying we're like, getting there. Nobody gives a fuck that you had. You know, we're getting there. I just want us to get closer to that in the black community and that's where I get back to our black women opening up to the idea of dating a bisexual man and that you know conversation kind of goes to like that first season of Insecure oh yeah uh, she finds out mm-hmm. oh cause they actually revisited it this season this season this past season yeah yeah and you know he said that he messed around with a dude she couldn't handle it mm-hmm. and then this season shows this that season, he's like he, he showed up he was with his girlfriend yeah and she was like, for sure, thinking he was going to be gay. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't think that could be a thing. And then, then y'all have a guest. Um, yeah, he, the, our, our bisexual guest. Yeah. Damn, and I always forget his name, man. I'm sorry, bro. I'm going to put it up in the cool. show. But yeah. it's, I'm always <laughs> forgetting your name. John used to always remember it. I, don't, I fucked up. But he's engaged. And he might be married oh, now. Damn. But he's definitely engaged okay. to a woman. Um, so, you know. But women can do it, so can men. Like, women do it all the time, guys. Yeah. So, as far as, like, the human biology, like, our biology, that shows you that men can do it as well. Now, society's view of them is different. But mm. as far as, like, their wants and their needs and their desires, the same. Just never let societal standards dictate what you're going to believe or accept. Like, I just want people to go outside the box. And it's so hard to even know that you're in a box. But, like... Just open your mind, walk outside, and then think for yourself. That's all. And I, and I know how hard it is, y'all. But it is getting easier. Mm-hmm. We're not necessarily, you know, the, the, this is one. Ugh, <laughs> we live in a, this country ain't, ain't the greatest. So I don't agree yet. I don't give a fuck what anybody else said. <laughs> but, you know, there are some good things. We are in a society that is getting better when it comes to, like, sexuality and stuff. Yeah. We are. We are. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was watching that, I forget his name, but it was a Russian state where this dude, you cannot be gay in his country. Oh, yeah. Like, it's fucked up. And then but, I went to see Chaz once, and it blew my mind because it was more common to see gay couples with kids than there were to see regular. Where? In see Chaz, that's in Barcelona. Oh, wow. And I, 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 I couldn't believe it. And I, I didn't know that a lot of gay people went there just to live or vacation or Damn, with their families. You know, That's like, what's up. Never seen that before. Um, yo, so, <laughs> you know, I told you, like, one of the segments 
we're gonna do, you know, we talk about different stuff. We're mm-hmm. gonna talk about how we are both fat. We always got something to talk about being fat. Yeah. Like I said, I've been on a diet for like a month. <laughs> And it ain't stopping. I'm still going. I'm still. I'm going until I get in the best shape of my life. Me too. I'm trying. But so, I'm going so. to New Orleans in a few days. And for the people who listen to the podcast, y'all know how I am in New Orleans, man. I love my bread pudding. My family bakes cheesecakes. Damn. Y'all need to follow Tajay Ty, Nola Cheesecakes on Instagram. They're fucking amazing. If you're in New Orleans, buy them. <laughs> I'm fucking amazing. And I'm, I stay with my family, and they bake these cheese, cheesecakes every day. But That's luckily, awesome. yeah, I know it's fucked up. <laughs> One time I was only eating cheesecakes. I wasn't eating shit else. That was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But um, she actually bakes a keto cheesecake. So I'm keto good. cheesecake, yeah. which means that it don't they, have no sugar. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she using like Splenda uh, or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Let's go, baby. All right. I'll be out in New Orleans eating hot sausage and fucking cheesecake. <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it going. But anyway, um, so yeah, I think about food all the time, and we're gonna do a segment, and we're gonna. I love this. I see it. Look, I know you guys see it on Facebook. You see it on Instagram. It don't matter. It's just still fucking entertaining, and we're gonna do it today. One gotta go, and for D, I got you, D. What's up? One gotta go. This is a surprise to me, also. I don't know what you're gonna say. So it's a food. One gotta go. It food, is a food. Category. Food edition. Food, food edition. edition. Okay. So yes, one gotta go. Look, that means right. that's letting y'all know we still trying to figure out this segment situation. Alright, then we're gonna do it. So one gotta go. Alright. Lasagna. Mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti. And when you think about these, I want you to think about the oh, best fucking spaghetti, so the best mac and cheese, mm-hmm. best lasagna, and last fried chicken sandwich. One gotta go. What? Oh. You know, cause sandwiches, I like you can put anything in a sandwich and I'm gonna love it. Like, damn. I know, you can put anything between some bread. I made a lasagna sandwich one time. <laughs> I definitely have spaghetti sandwiches. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Shit, I've had a macaroni and cheese sandwich because I put it in between the uh, dinner rolls. Wire roll. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to go with the fried chicken sandwich. Oh, you getting rid of fried chicken sandwich? Because mac and cheese, I, I just love mac and cheese. I would eat a whole pot. Macaroni, I mean, uh, the, the spaghetti, that's a full meal in itself. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. the beginning, middle, and the end for that, yeah. you know? And then the, the, the lasagna, that's, def- that's my number one. Yeah, that's Listen, one. can't do that. That's, like, I'm looking at that. That would be tough for me. Mm. Uh, I think I would probably have to cut out spaghetti. Let me tell y'all some of my fried chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I love, mm-hmm. I absolutely love fried chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. If you're in LA, you need to go to Howlin' Ray's in Chinatown. Do they put pickles on their fried chicken sandwich? Yeah. yeah but yeah. pickles, they put coleslaw. Oh, shit, yes. And it's like a hot chicken yes. sandwich. So they got different temperatures. Mm-hmm. They got Howlin', which is the hottest. They got hot. They got medium. They got mild. And then no hot, no heat at all. Uh-huh. Like the medium, is it the medium mild? One of those. I need them out. It's still hot as fuck. <laughs> but I like it because it's hot, but it's still so tasty. If you get it any hotter for me, it's it's so hot that I don't know what it tastes like anymore. <laughs> uh, what, what it tastes like? Hot. Yeah, it's just <laughs> hot as fuck. But it's so good, man. It's so fucking good. There's another place in downtown LA called Birdie's. Fucking amazing fried chicken sandwich. 
Uh, there's another. What's the other place? Uh, uh, I need to make a list. Of damn, man. There's there. another one in downtown. But yo, I love, 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 love fried chicken sandwiches. Now, I he didn't get a chance to do one guy to go for me, so I'll just leave it at that. No, it's fine. No, it's cool. We've had a good episode, <laughs> man. Hey, so <clears throat> next week, we're definitely going to have a guest on. I'm going to put who it is. But I know y'all love when we do have guests. We're yeah. going to interview them. I think I just dug in my nose right on camera. But um, it was an issue. <laughs> we're going to interview We're gonna interview somebody mm-hmm. or have a guest on. Um, we got a, I got a bunch of people who want to just come on and hang out. And they're really like guests that I would love to have on anyway. They have a good story to tell. Have say they have good, yeah, with, they have a yeah. lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate everybody for listening in. D, your second episode. How you feeling? Oh, I feel a lot more drier, as y'all can tell. Uh, <laughs> a lot more looser, a lot more comfortable. You know, it's just a conversation. It's pretty good, yeah, man. Uh, do want to encourage you all again to uh, follow us on me and the gay homie at me and gay homie, and then um, our email is homie at gmail.com. Maybe you can send us uh, topics. Some um, maybe if you're interested in being a guest yourself, or you can come on the show. I'm just kidding. Oh, so and what's the other thing? What's the other thing I want to say? Oh, we're gonna have some polls this week. Have some polls this week. So this is the second episode, so you won't even see that. Doesn't matter. So take care. Goodbye. Deuce.